You sure you're good to go? All right. Welcome to episode 29 of Soccer Situations. We had a week off the prem, but so much to talk about still. So this week, Rubiales has resigned finally from his post in the head of the Spanish Federation. Japan smashed Germany in international break. We're going to check in with Lionel Messi in MLS corner, or Messi corner, let's be honest. Yeah. And um, in Kit Check this week, we're going to do a little feature on the brand Kappa, who dropped some heat this week. And if you follow us on Instagram, I asked the question, are they the best in the biz right now? Seems like it. Well, Fashion-wise. We'll, we'll come back to that. But yeah, let's uh, dive in. little bit of productive just enough productive to get away with the rest of it slacking nice it's great that's, that's the best feeling yeah why well, do i get up so early to knock out everything i have to do by like 9 a.m and i'm chilling yeah it's, it's great. so great yeah it's the put, way to put be. together richard's hospital bed down there <laughs> <laughs> you might have heard us refer to family business uh i don't know is this something we disclose is that too private yeah, it's fine yeah our dad had a stroke <laughs> uh, a few weeks ago and so we're sort of taking care of him, helping him rehabilitate. Yeah. And he just got um, a new fancy mattress. Yeah, our brother and, and sister-in-law uh, bought him a fully automated Casper foundation. What is it? It, it cut, Yeah, you know, it's just like it's an a bed that can bed. do all kinds it of stuff. It vibrates. It sits up. Has it has a weightless mode. Has a weightless mode. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Needless to say, he loves it. He's He was immediately napping in it, like right after I set it up pretty much. Right. Very happy. Yeah. But yeah, that was my productiveness for the day. <laughs> and then I played Starfield the rest of the time. Honestly, I worked all day, but I think that's more productivity than I gave for <laughs> Did in your work day. Good Lord, it was slow today. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah uh, Sunday. That's cool, though. I'm ready for the weekend. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> um, no, my real work begins soccer situations. It's true. You know? That's um, true. Speaking of, you know, James gives us great feedback every week. Last week, his feedback was, among other things, wow, my mic is a lot louder than yours right now. Popping. He told me I need to hang a jersey or something in the background. So this is, <laughs> this is my response to that. Just wear one instead. <laughs> no, we were actually just taking a look at the latest MLS news in regards to Messi and Inter Miami's push for a champion or for a playoff place. Yeah. And started uh, at the bottom. Yeah, I noticed that Chicago themselves are only two points off a playoff spot. It's true. So our come on, Chicago. Our Chicago Fire. Let's go Fire, dude. Our I, adopted MLS team. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. That's the only Chicago team I'm loyal to. Yeah. Because Detroit didn't have a team for me to be loyal to before I moved there. Exactly. So I was free and pure to pick a Chicago fire. team and yeah. no judgment. Yeah. Um, to be totally honest, I did not buy this shirt <laughs> in 1997. Didn't move to Chicago until five years after that. But is I that got this baby from? on eBay for 20 bucks. Yeah, this is a nice It's a cool shirt. It's a sick shirt, right? Yeah. No sponsor, just, just says, says fire on yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, a little MLS, old school MLS patch. Yeah. 
It's pretty, pretty cool, cool, right? Yeah, it's nice. I like it. It's comfy. It's nice. Ad- or Nike was actually kind of doing cool stuff back then. Still making decent quality stuff. I definitely come in hot at the beginning. We will fix fine. that. Yeah, that's your job. See, that's your work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's dive into. Well, do we have anything else to talk about? Oh, else is do you going, have anything? What else is There's going a lot on? of the soccer oh, we, headlines I mean, to talk about. We can talk about seeing Shane Gillis. Oh, yeah, duh. duh. We were social for the first time in many moons. That's why we were exhausted mentally. We are both burnt out because we had to go out of the house. Dude, I had two <laughs> late nights this week. It's true, you did. Thursday night, I stayed up till midnight to edit the podcast. Yep. And then Friday, went out and was up till midnight seeing Gilly. Yeah. <laughs> worth it. Very worth it. Yeah. Ruled. You had a good time? Yeah, it was amazing. I mean, we saw him, so what was it, like two days, three days after his special launched on yeah, Netflix? Yeah, it just dropped. So, obviously, a comedian like that, he's still going through new material, which is always exciting. Yeah. I think he gave us 35 minutes of new material, all absolute fire. Yeah, it was hot. All It was amazing. For sure. And then he jumped into the special stuff, which was still phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. He just started rapid firing, just like all the new special polished stuff. gems. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um but yeah, his new his new material was good. It was in the Gillis wheelhouse, you know, yeah. the material wise. Yep. But it was evolved. It was already I don't know, more kind of complicated or it was funny. Yeah, it's really like good. If he he's there thirty five minutes that already he has that locked in. That's like damn. And I don't know if he, he probably doesn't consider those locked in, obviously. He's gonna work those out more. But it's impressive. Yeah. Where he's at. Yeah. I love seeing stand up comedy. You know, it's so fun. Why don't I do it more often? I know, right? Yeah. I think about that all the time. I'm like, why don't I go to stand-up shows? There, are, We do have, like, I mean, Grand Rapids is tiny, but there are, like, Dr. Grins has shows constantly. Dr. Grins? I mean. how? Yeah, this, that's the question, the quality. I mean, <laughs> there's decent comics that come through there, though. Yeah, no, that's fair. Decent-sized comics. You're right. I shouldn't shit on Dr. Grins. Yeah. Um, Jordan Jensen was there. Right. Recently. I think she might have been there the same weekend Gilly was in town. What just happened over there? I don't know. Do you have a ghost? That plant just moved for no reason. That plant did just move for no reason. I thought there was a cat over there, and there's not. There's no cat. <laughs> there's no anything that could have <laughs> hit that. <laughs> oh, man. We got ghosts. This house is haunted, dude. Live on tape. That I don't think that's on camera, too. That's it's not on camera. just out of frame. It's a smart ghost, dude. It's like a it's like a Bigfoot ghost. Yeah, no one's going to believe us. This, yeah, if this plant starts wildly. moving next to me, watch out. Dude, that thing straight up moved. Yeah, it moved. Like, I literally thought I was looking for twigs underneath it, like, batting at it. Yeah, there's no cat over there. Just Bruce, who's dead asleep on the chair. Yeah, Bruce doesn't care about the, no. the ghosts. Okay, back to soccer. <laughs> ghosts, take it easy. We're <laughs> recording, okay? Yeah, any other time, ghosts. Literally any other time. Jeez, we do nothing 90% God, of the time. We put house. Bailey downstairs. Now there's a ghost. See, if Bailey keeps the ghosts away. Turns out she's useful after all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, so... The Spanish soap opera that's been playing out since the World Cup <laughs> finally seems to be at an end. Yep. Rivialis resigned, finally. Yeah, the right, like the resolution that should have happened right away. Right. Probably would have saved the manager his job. Yeah, I was going to say he only did it after literally anyone that's ever spoken to them their entire life like fell on their sword for him. Yep. And now they're and all, now. and he's like, okay, I'm done now. I guess I'll give up. Yeah. He's like, well, now it doesn't, you might as well keep fighting now. You've ruined everyone's lives around you. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, he's like, okay, all my friends are gone now. I guess I'll quit too. Yeah. <laughs> what an idiot. Yeah. Pretty crazy though. Pretty, yeah. Shocking stuff that like, I'm sure obviously the women's football would like 
if something like this would stop happening and stop taking over the news cycle. And like, <laughs> so they could actually focus on talking about the women's sport instead of. Yeah, it's a shame. This kind of treatment. It's always so politicized. Yeah. It's a bummer. It's a bummer just for the ladies of Spain that, I mean, not they didn't get to celebrate. I'm sure in their yeah. world, they're over the moon. Yeah, just because we're not seeing celebrations. I'm sure they're celebrating all throughout right. Spain. But yeah. yeah, but the world is focused on this, and that sucks. Yeah, that's sad. What? Thankfully, we finally have a resolution, and the right resolution, finally. Yeah, yeah, surprisingly. Um, Let's stay on, on women's football today. Oh. And let's stay with the Chicago theme today. Uh-oh. Chicago Red Stars, dude. Oh, yeah. There's new ownership on the horizon for them. Have you heard about this? I haven't. The Ricketts, the owners of the Chicago Cubs. Oh, we're buying the Red Stars. Yeah, there's a there's a lady Ricket that's going to Run the be show. the principal owner of the Chicago Red Stars. Yeah. That's awesome. It's interesting because they tried to buy Chelsea when Chelsea was up on the auction block. Really? And there was a huge public outcry because old man Ricketts is like an avowed racist. He was there's Jesus. like <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there's recordings yeah. of him being like Islamophobic and and just okay. a horrible old man. Yeah, you know, he's yeah. that super super known conservative. A lot of those old rich white men from yeah. that era. Yeah, and I don't think he formally has anything to do with their business. Yeah, but still affecting it. They've got an ugly public image, so it's yeah. funny that they tried to buy Chelsea and failed, and now they're trying to buy the Chicago Red Stars. Yeah, but um. It, what's interesting about it is that the Red Stars apparently last season, the players of the team had penned an open letter asking for new ownership. That's how bad the previous owner was. Wow. Yeah. I know there was very little investment. They're a super poor team, but that's pretty bad. I mean, that's good for the Ricketts, I guess. Right. Easy shoes to, you know, easy, easy shoes to fill or step up, you know? Yeah, for you sure. You don't have to do a whole lot to look great now. No, it's true. Easy PR wins for them. Yeah. I don't even know how that league is doing. I don't either. Honestly, when you said the Red Stars, I thought the league had collapsed. Well, multiple women's leagues in the States have gone out of business. I know. So that's not like a misogynist thing to assume. No, I thought it went <laughs> under. Know. I like the Red yeah. Stars, too, because their kits are They the used best, to have really dude. dope kits. They're, I checked to the current ones. They're not as cool, but they're uh, still pretty good. Let's say their stuff was way better than Chicago Fire from yeah, the start. remember when they first came out? We were super mad they didn't sell them in men's sizes. Yeah, they only had women's we sizes. Like, how y'all are trying to make money? And yeah. you, you're not selling. You're cutting out merch half to of the people yeah. you can sell merch to. Yeah, their um, inaugural kit was awesome. Yeah, it was really cool because it was just like basically the Chicago flag. Yeah, exactly. It was awesome. Yeah, they've had skyline kits and stuff too. They're very Chicago centric. Yeah. yeah, good stuff usually though. Yeah, totally. That's probably enough. Oh no, no, let's keep it domestic. All right, let's just keep, let's move up up to the MLS. Nice. Is that yeah. up or is that lateral? I Sorry, mean, it's lateral. It's lateral. <laughs> how we just saw 50 years of equal pay from the U.S. Open. Okay, right. That's true. Um, and Shout Coco, the Coco was awesome. Coco Golf. She shouted it out. Yeah, she's like, "Thanks, Billie Jean." <laughs> yeah. Waving her check. Waving her three million dollars <laughs> around. Like, thank you. That was pretty baller. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah, I appreciated that. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, but yeah, sorry. We can no, get back good. to the. We can get to the MLS. No, we can talk about Coco Golf. I liked <laughs> her. Yeah, she's awesome. There was an incredible photo of her in the New York Times. I wonder if I'll be able to find it and insert it here. 
I think hitting a backhand and she she's just like a cross and you can see like every tendon in her legs, dude. All, yeah. all stretched out at full stretch. That's awesome. And um yeah, the color of like the blue court with the colors of her uh her new, cool new, new balance, balance outfit, outfit like contrasts so it's such a good photo, dude. Yeah. I hope I can find it and insert it in this. I like your new balance outfit for the US Open was awesome. Yeah, it was pretty that, cool. Like that like brick red and like neon yellow yeah. vibe. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. Into yeah. That. Um, anyway, yeah, congratulations, Coco Golf. Yeah, first major at 19 years old. Impressive. Yeah, seems like a very chill kid too. Super chill. It's very funny because she see, when you see her face, she has that like resting like I guess kind of resting bitch face, but yeah. it's like yeah, you funny. know just like angry like focused face as an athlete. You know, she's just yeah. focused on the game. Yeah. But then as soon as it breaks and she starts talking, you're like, this kid's amazing. You can tell. Totally. It's just a competitive nature, yeah. you know? I mean, that's like Nadal. Remember when Nadal? Everyone oh, hated him, too, because he had an angry that, face. Yeah, I assumed that Nadal was such an asshole when I first started seeing him on the scene. He looked furious, dude. Yeah, all the time. He's I was like, always talking to himself and, yeah. like, doing weird stuff. Picking his butt. Yeah, always picking his butt, too. He never stopped <laughs> He never stopped. That. He loved that. But you had to learn to love it. Yeah. Because he's so cool. Yeah, it just became a thing that everyone accepted. Yep. <laughs> Even though he picked his butt and then went... And like rubbed his face with it every well, time. Listen, I'm sure Nike <laughs> put some special insulation in there. He had signature he had sanitizer pads in his yeah. little butt. So when he you picked know, it, it cleaned his fingers so he could wipe his face. I used to have the signature Nadal Capris. I and, remember that. And famously wore them around Humboldt Park all the time. Yeah. To get classic great, great, great uh, reception. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I should go find my Capris and see if there was any kind of reinforcement in the butt yeah. for Nadal. Specifically for his butt. Yeah. Okay, now we can move to the yeah, MLS. Yeah, so MLS. <laughs> That's the MLS wrap-up. Yeah, we're done with Thanks. talking about that. <laughs> no, we were taking a look at the schedule to see how many games remaining, where Messi's at, can they push. They're six points back, eight games remaining for a playoff push. Yeah, um, easily it, doable. Interestingly, Messi was rested this week. Mil- or Milan. <laughs> <laughs> Miami. One without him, 3-2 against Sporting. Nice. Yeah, they ground one out, dude. He's showed the without boys how to play. He can take a night off now. Yeah, they're insisting he's not injured. Um, he's being rested because he played 12 games in 48 days. Oh, That's a game every four days. That's a lot, yeah. Especially Over the course of guy. almost two months, playing a game every four days. Yeah. He wasn't playing 90 minutes every game, but yeah, it's a lot, dude. Let the guy chill a little bit, especially if they're about to make a playoff push. He did dive right into it in Miami. Like As yeah. soon as he got there, he was in and playing. He didn't take like any time to train, really. Yeah, he dove right in, and this brings me to <laughs> another uh, bit I wanted to talk about. He dove right into his media responsibilities and got those right out of the way. Because that first <laughs> press conference he did after the uh, League Cup match, Yeah. As that's the only press conference he's ever done since joining the MLS. He won and then stepped back and was like, I'm done. Yeah. And <laughs> so it's been a little bit controversial because MLS has a long standing media policy. I think Ooh. this is uh, this is from The Athletic here. I've got a quote uh, meant to ensure the players are available to journalists at every match and training session. The AP wrote on Saturday that it had received assurance that Messi, like many high profile players before him, would be subject to that policy. Ooh. And now the league's changing their mind. They say there was a misunderstanding regarding Messi's media access. <laughs> he has not violated any guidelines for his media availability in Major League Soccer. Messi does what he wants to. By not violating, I mean he has brought us so much money that he doesn't matter. He like, can't violate like, any look, rules. This dude does what he wants. 
He barely speaks English anyway, let's be real. Yeah. He, it might be because he's learning English in the background. It might be because he just truly does not give a fuck. I mean, he doesn't have to give a fuck anymore. I don't care if he he's does He's still interviews. performing. That's all that matters. He's always been super quiet. I feel like he barely did interviews in his prime at Barcelona. No. Like, right? Po- casu- like, he'd always do, like, occasional, like, the post-match. Yeah. But there were always, like, the most basic questions and the stuff. It was only... never, like, a lot of... St- a question and answer stuff. No, the only time he's been super vocal was that last World Cup with Argentina. Yeah, that's true. He talked to the that press was the first there. time. Yeah, yeah, and it was notable. It's Everyone was, was talking scripted, about it. Right? Everyone was like, "Whoa, Messi's talking to the press. This is crazy." <laughs> yeah, scripted. Exactly. <laughs> it's easy to talk to the press when you know you're gonna win. Yeah. So, eight games. That's a twenty-four point swing. Miami's six points. Can back. they do from the bottom to the playoffs? Can they do from the bottom to the playoffs? They were eleven games without a win when they signed him, right? Yeah. And now they they're unbeaten in how many since he signed? Thirteen, something think? like that. Yeah. 12, Throughout all competitions, 12, 13, unbeaten in all competitions since yeah. he signed. Yeah. Can he drag them to the playoffs and then to the championship from the bottom? Yeah, that'd be. I mean, it seems like he can. Zlatan didn't I honestly do that. don't know the MLS well enough to talk about the other teams saying who can stop them. You know, yeah, I guess yeah. We I don't should either. do some research on that. But I was about to offer opinions. It would have sounded so stupid. <laughs> I could tell you, like, uh, is the Columbus Crew still good, or like uh, New England Revolution? They were good like ten years ago when I watched it. I think, right? But no, I don't L- know. Who's LAFC, stop them. I think, is decent, right? Oh yeah, I feel like LAFC is decent. The teams in the Northwest, yeah, the Lumberjacks and the uh, Galaxy and are the playing Krakens. right now. We could put that on, find out if they're any good. I'd watch that. I think it's really funny. I saw in the press that. Messi is the first MLS Ballon d'Or nominee since Beckham. They're claiming him, dude. That's amazing. <laughs> MLS, dude, best league in the world, dude. Dude, I mean, the performance that he's put in should count toward his. Uh, Does the Prem have a award. Ballon d'Or nominee? I don't think so. No, it should. Does the Prem have a Ballon d'Or nominee? Does it? Uh, no, I'm sure it does. Saka? Oh, yeah, Saka. Holland, I'm sure. So Holland's on there. Holland too. should win it. Holland maybe. and Saka are both on there, I think. Yeah, yeah. But Holland should win it, obviously. Probably. Yeah. Depends. The World Cup's going to take weight, obviously. Yeah. That's true. I think they're saying that's why Saka's in there, basically, because he was by far England's best player. Sure, but did he win them the World Cup, Alex? He didn't, no. Did he win his team the uh, unprecedented treble? Let's talk kit. Let's head, let's kit, do let's kit, do let's kit, do a little kit check. I'm wearing one today, but this is not the focus. It's of, not the focus of the kit check. Of the kit check today, we're going to talk about Kappa. It's a brand that I've made fun of in the past, <laughs> quite a bit. I've called them trashy straight up. Yeah, because their logo looks like a mud flap on it the looks back, like a, like a, a truck, truck driver like stripper mud flap. Exactly, but it has been iconic in the past. They did really really iconic work with Barcelona and Manchester City in the '90s. That's true. With the full oh, yeah, those city old school city ones were cool. All the way down the sleeves. Yeah, that those was look sick. Pretty dope. Real Ronaldo wore them. It's a classic oh, yeah. shirt, dude. Yeah. Yeah, they've had their time. Are they having their time again? Is this well, time for a comeback? I did some research, and it's complicated. Yeah, oh yeah. So they're definitely dropping heat in Italy right now, and it, but it's very, very focused, kind of like Nike with uh, PSG. Uh, they drop in like so much fire with PSG and giving everyone else all this mediocre template shit. Yeah, um, yeah. Cap is doing the same thing. I checked on all of their kit across all the major leagues today, and yeah, it's not consistent. 
there's, some of them there's are, some real trash in there. I'm yeah. actually kind of right, in my opinion, in a lot of ways. But where <laughs> they put their focus um, on a few teams, we'll, we'll go through them. It's like the best of the best. Yeah. I think uh, Venice, obviously, Venezia is the the headline of it. Yeah, those right? have been the like the big launch, the, like the modeling campaign. Yeah, their shirts um, have almost become a fashion brand in itself. Yeah. It's a Serie B team. It's not even a top-level team. Um, if you go to their website, you'll see it's essentially a merch outlet. Yeah. And rightfully so. Their stuff is fucking beautiful. Right. It's black with gold trim, little bits of green and orange striping. It looks very Gucci. Looks very Gucci. Looks very Italian. Is it too off-brand Gucci for you? Is it too similar? I don't think so. No, I like it. I think it's incredible. Because I, I want that with that style of kit and fashion, I want it to be gaudy. Yeah. Kind of want it to be over the top and the like crest, just very Italian, which it is. The crest is actually like ornate polished gold. It's not even cloth Ooh, embroidered. It's that's like a, an embossed crest. They they collaborated with Biro Borsha, a German design firm, to, oh, to, interesting. To, to do the shirt this year. Yeah, the Germans know a thing or two about Germans uniforms. Know fashion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this design firm uh, has worked with, uh, they've done collabs with Balenciaga and Supreme. So it's a pretty. That's a pretty big deal. Pretty hip. German designer group. Yeah. 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 So Kappa's not doing this all themselves in house. Makes sense. They're getting they're some calling serious help. Like I said, for their focused teams, they're really putting out they're, fire. They're bringing in some it. big, big, big hitters in the fashion world to yeah. up the game. I think the Grail edition of the of the Venezia shirt is last year's home shirt long sleeve. Okay. City de Venezia, big across the chest, the Gucci stripes down the long sleeves, gold trim everywhere. The new one has a central stripe down the middle, which is pretty cool. Which is too. cool. Yeah, but I like but I last like year's stripe. just a tiny bit better. I yeah. like the text bigger, too. Yeah. It's very yeah. classy text. Super classy. Yeah. Really, really cool. Is black with gold trim ever not cool? I know, right? You want to think it's not going to be classy at some point. Or it's going to get played out. Yeah, but it just stays good all I, the time. I could have worn my yeah blackout Liverpool shirt with gold trim. I have That's a pretty uh, sick. black and black and gold uh, DCFC kit that's sick. Right. They got Stroh's D- DCFC kit. Yeah, I'm sure it's fire. It's awesome. It's amazing. Amazing, yeah. And for the third kit this year, they did a little bit of departure from the black and gold. They had that ultra preppy, obviously inspired by the gondoliers. You know, the, Oh, the yeah, I love that it's one. It's navy blue and white stripes with a bright red popping collar. Yep. Beautiful shirt. So dude. sick. Super preppy, looks a little racist. But it's awesome, dude. But like the fat again, like the fashion shots of them on the gondoliers, like wearing that kit, so good, dude, sick. Yeah, Yeah, and the Venice stuff is always helped, as we were saying earlier, by the fact that they just hire like fire Italian models, just the most smoking Italian babes. Yeah, they just have them lying around and all throughout. It's not the country. I don't even know if they've ever used a kit to or a player to model their kit. They really don't. I feel like right. It's funny. Good for them. That's very Italian of them. Right? Uh, oh, yeah. They also have reverse gold. That's like a pale gold with black trim and a single button. I love the single button. Oh, I have seen those. those. Do they just drop Super those? Super nice. Yeah, I think so. I feel I like that's so. the latest photo I saw. Well, if you watch the Soccer Situations Instagram, um, you'll see one that looked really similar, and that is the Genoa. 130th anniversary shirt that they dropped today, which is also like a pale gold with black trim. Maybe that's the one I was thinking of. Uh, then. Really, really awesome. I think it might have um, actually not black trim, um, blue on one side and red on the other, which oh, is nice. Genoa's traditional um, yeah, color scheme. Uh, split color scheme. Yeah. Yeah. 
really, 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 really sexy shirt. I checked and it's, um, I think it's, I think you had to be a registered member with the club to, to even buy have one. access to buy it. Yeah. Exclusive stuff. Yeah. Another thing I love about it is the simplified crest. It's just like a Griffin crest. Oh, that's cool. I love a simplified crest. Like yeah. From when Liverpool went to the anniversary to the, just the liver bird. Yeah. Just the bird. Arsenal done just the cannon. Yeah. I always love that. I love a minimal crest. Yeah. You yeah. wish teams would do it more. Right. But, um, yeah, incredible collar on that Genoa shirt. I love that single button so much, dude. Yeah, it's classy stuff. Yeah. And uh, just as an epilogue, you commented on the Monaco shirt being sick recently. That's also a Kappa shirt this year. Oh, Monaco. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah Monaco stuff is sick this year. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, just kind of a simple red half Yeah, it's like, diagonal. A, it's like a diagonal half red, half white kit. But there's like some, you know, there's some like texture design to it, and it, and their colors like the red and white just pops. It looks good. Yeah, it's a good, really really good shade of red. Yeah, it, the red really pops. Definitely. It's awesome, and yeah. they just have cool players right now. So right, kits always look better when the team's good too. Yeah, yeah. But outside of Monaco, um, Genoa, and Venice, I did not find a lot of heat from <laughs> from the rest of Kappa stuff. From the rest of Kappa stuff, kind of yeah. mid. They've done Fiorentina for a long, long time, oh, and they've cool done stuff. some classic Fiorentina kits, some beautiful stuff over the years. But the current one's pretty mid. I'm not. I'm not all about no, it. It sucks. So yeah, Fiorentina's purple. Purple is always nice. Great shade of purple. They've had some the, the classic Nintendo little white and red trim that really pops on that purple. Yeah, oh, Nintendo is iconic. Yeah. yeah, good stuff from them. Remember Alberto Aquilani, Fiorentina? Wow, that's throwback. He had one of the coolest names ever. I was excited Liverpool signed him just because of his name. His cool name. He's like, I get to say that name all the time. Aquilani. Did you see Alberto Aquilani this week? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, nobody did. I don't think he barely played. He did hardly play. <laughs> yeah, which I think actually means it's a good time to go back to the Prem. The Prem is back this week. We've, yes. We managed to speak for, I think, a decent amount of time for an international break. <laughs> what do you think? I think so. Yeah, let's... Uh, before we dive in game by game, I have a question going into match week five. Still pretty early, yep. but five games in. Who's under the most pressure? We've got Ten Hag at Manchester United sitting in 11th place. Yep. We've got Mauricio Pochettino, Chelsea in 12th place. And we've got Eddie Howe, Eddie Howe and Newcastle in <laughs> 14th place. Oh, man. We know, we know so little about the ownership of... Chelsea and Newcastle in particular. It's true. It's true. So the Glazers have I been think slow to move on anything. Definitely. So I think it's safe to say Ten Hag is not in any real danger. Although yeah. the like the heat will come from the fans long before it comes from yeah, the ownership. For sure. Yeah. And it's definitely not looking good. It's no. not like there's not any kind of positive trend right now for them. So well, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. Though. We could talk more about you. Know, I mean, we dumped on United a lot last episode, but there's it just, it just keeps it coming. Just keeps coming. Um, I'm gonna say Eddie Howe is probably in the biggest in the hot seat right now. Okay. Um, you don't think Bully seems a little more hot? That's the wild card. Is, is Bully is, <laughs> is so he more hot tempered than a guy that chopped up a journalist for criticizing him? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> when, it comes, when it comes to firing football managers ran, randomly, he might be more of a wild card. He strikes me as that kind of guy, yeah. but we don't know. We have no idea. Do though. you know anything about his NFL record? Does he have an NFL team? I don't know. Does he? He probably does. I haven't. I haven't paid much. Attention no, he owns to that, a baseball though. team, right? Dodgers. Dodgers. Yeah, Dodgers have been really good. Do they keep their managers? Is he loyal? I, I, I think so. I feel like the Dodgers have been 
consistently good franchise for the last like 10 years. Well, that's not good. Yeah, it's not good at all. But I mean, he's throwing money at this sport and I don't think he understands it at all. No, um, I heard a funny anecdote actually in regards to that. You know, they've been having a little bit of an injury crisis. Did you know that he dismissed their medical team and he hired Dave Grohl's personal physician to build a new medical team there at Chelsea? Wait, what? Yeah, he hired Dave Grohl's personal physician to oversee medical uh, Chelsea's medical department. <laughs> That's a real fact. I'm not making this up. Oh my god, what is happening over there? Yeah, I don't think any of them have experience in football. Any of the new medical team he put in place. I yeah, I actually don't know that. Now I'm kind of getting into shady territory. Yeah, but that still doesn't but matter. It's the first very part of that funny. is true. Yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah, and then they have injury problems, and they're just in bad shape overall. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, but, but honestly, I think it's a coin toss between him and Howe right now. Yeah, they both could get fired at any moment after any loss. I think – who do you think is more likely to turn it around between those two? Is it going to click at one of those teams? I'm saying Eddie Howe. Th- yeah, I think so too. I don't think Newcastle have looked as bad as Chelsea have looked. Liverpool were obviously really – and that's the thing is we're talking about a difference of like three points because it's so early yeah, in the season. Yeah, super early, yeah. And Liverpool were obviously really lucky to get three points over them. Yeah. So you could say Newcastle are artificially down where they're at. Yeah, I think Newcastle – I definitely think they have a better chance of turning it around quickly. Sure. Compared to Chelsea. Yeah. So All right. See. Yeah, let's Can dive Mauricio in. Can will keep his job? I'm going to get this sweaty. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> Happens fast. Tell you what, these vintage soccer jerseys aren't quite as breathable as the yeah, new it's ones. Like plastic. Yeah, I think I'm wearing a plastic <laughs> bag. Basically, I'm literally pouring like sweat, sweat bag, all dude. of a sudden. Oh my fucking god, dude! Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, yeah. So, what do we say? Oh yeah, yeah. So the weekend kicks off with uh, Wolves hosting Liverpool. Liverpool are without three of their starting four defenders now. I think Kanate might be back, but I don't think so. Virgil will be out suspended for talking shit to the ref. <laughs> and Trent is finishing up nursing a hamstring. Okay. Three. Uh, Ibu and Trent, I would say, maybe have like a 10% chance of surprising us, but yeah. it's, it's unlikely. Wolves have sucked ass so far. We'll see how it goes. Hopefully yeah. we can just blitz them and stay on the front foot and the defense won't matter. I was going to say, after Aston Villa, I mean, I think there was yeah. stress about the defensive losses until Villa. Right. Then I was like, okay, maybe they can cope easily with this. Only concern is that um, a lot of the offense has gone through Trent so far, so we'll see if that... That's true. If we find... I mean, we bought Sly and McAllister for a reason. Yeah, yeah, as I say, yeah. Those guys should be able to step in and play some balls. Yeah, I think Tiago should be fit, too. Oh, that's right. a huge difference. Yeah. After that big, big game... United hosting Brighton. This is going to be an interesting one. Yeah, we said Ten Hag's under pressure. Brighton aren't the team really you want visiting when you're under pressure. No, this could heap the pressure on pretty bad. Yeah. I wrote, you know, I think our dialogue on this game is going to be pretty predictable. Yeah. We'd love to bag on United. And And we um, love Brighton. Brighton has been the pod's neutral favorite, fan favorite, teacher's pet. Yeah, since so the inception like, of the pod, since before the pod, you could pretty much guess what we're gonna say. Yeah, now that they've been boosted with Ansu Fati, the Brighton or the uh, Barcelona prodigy in Ansu on loan. Fati in on loan. Are they gonna move? One, are they gonna play him on the right? Are they gonna move Matoma to the right? Do we see Matoma playing on the right for Japan? No, I think he was on. the he left. He was on the left. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's playing on the left again. So, yeah, I mean. I tell you what, I wouldn't shift Matoma for anyone. No, leave him where he's at. Definitely not. 
Um, Fati can come on as an impact sub once yeah. Matoma's once Matoma's got his hat trick. Yeah, exactly. Right. But no, this could be a. I mean, it's either going to be a turnaround point for United or a humbling, like pile on the pressure. I feel like. Right. Um, I think more likely leading into the humbling and a piling on the pressure. <laughs> um, yeah, Brighton just look too good right now for a team in that kind of condition. Yeah. It, in their defenses, they have a ton of defensive injuries. It's possible Harry Maguire starts. That's true. Like, they might get shredded. They might, absolutely. Evan Ferguson is flying high. Evan Ferguson he's going to love a trip to Old Trafford right now. Yeah, he's going to want to put on a show for right? the market. You know, that's the big team. Irish boy. James also yelled at us for not talking about Evan Ferguson, and I was like, James, we did in the deleted episode. I deleted it. James, I love Evan Ferguson, all right? Alex was the first Evan Ferguson fan. He just loves to leave him on the bench in fantasy. I know. I'm praying, though. I'm praying that he'll come to Arsenal. I would love a striker like that. Yeah, we were very worried about him eventually going to United. But we're glad he's going there this weekend. Yes. So can they top Liverpool's 0-5 result at Old Trafford? (laughs) No, let's talk about United a little bit because they have reason to be optimistic, too. Yeah. Rasmus Hoyland looked really good. He did look good. In a kind of a cameo appearance. Yeah, he should get he should get like a full start probably. He's had a couple weeks to get some training under his belt, yep. settle in. And also they brought in Sofian Amrabat. That's true. A pretty uh well regarded uh defensive midfielder. Maybe the foundation for a midfield is all they really needed. Yeah. So Amrabat and Hoyland coming in, heating up. Maybe it'll be a whole new, whole new United. Yeah. Rashford. I mean, Rashford can. We've seen what Rashford can do. I saw a lot of people talking about. I think Rashford getting snubbed for a lot of rewards for last season because he had like thirty goals and oh yeah, twelve assists or something like that. He had a yeah, he had a great year. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's possible. This could be the turnaround moment. That's our, like that could be their moment. We're set up for a classic NBC Sports fairy tale moment dude, with no, <laughs> with seriously with with Amrabat coming in. He's Moroccan, oh, and with yeah. the earthquake in Morocco this week, more than two thousand people dead. I'm I'm not. Yeah, that's not God, more than two thousand people dead. Not laughing and smiling. Yeah, we're not laughing. Um, but for real. That no, just like you can smell it in the air, him coming on and like scoring a ninety plus two minute and having winner, that moment sliding in, dude, and doing it the for all, doing it for America. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, hopefully he has some kind of moment because I'm sure he would like to pay tribute. Yeah, I think he is the captain of the Morocco national team. He is okay. I think so. But um. Yeah, no, absolutely horrible what happened in Morocco. The epicenter of that earthquake was, like, right at Marrakesh. Yeah, yeah, dev- absolutely devastated it. You would actually understand if he didn't play at all. Yeah, 100%. Although something I mean, that's a he'll, massive he'll tragedy. Yeah. Most sports people want to deal with their deal with tragedy in a way they know how and are comfortable with. Right, right. Which means he'll probably play. Yeah. I feel like we should have put this ahead of that rather sad and serious story <laughs> i know right but uh now we have to talk about anthony who has Oof. been excused from returning from international break as the allegations against him have multiplied there's now three women um Coming alleging forward. abuse against him investigations in brazil and manchester pending Oof. he's denying it all he's been crying in public saying that he's under attack it's possible yeah there have been photographs he says, yes, I've been rude to her verbally, and she's been rude to me, or something like that. Oh, it's like a verbal. But, uh, He's claiming but never, verbal never, arguments. Never, ever, ever but... physical. Um, yeah, it's 
nothing we can comment on. Yeah. You until know, the more comes out. I think we handled this awkwardly enough during the Greenwood case. <laughs> yeah, right. If any women are listening to the podcast and would like to weigh in on the subject, we'd love to have female perspectives on the issue. Yeah, it would be nice. Yeah, to round to recap for those that don't know what's going on, Manchester United had a really high profile academy player on trial for abusing his girlfriend. Audio uh, was provided by her that all but confirmed it. Yeah. He broke bail and made contact with her. She dropped charges. He was uh, released. He's released. He's been dropped by Manchester United after it was revealed <laughs> that they had internally like drawn up a battle plan to, to re- try and get him back, him into, back the into, into the team. Uh, a battle plan that included labeling uh, domestic abuse shelters and anti-abuse orgs as hostile entities. That was <laughs> that was in company documents. Wow. Uh, so that was not a great look. They handled it about as poorly as they can. Yep. Now, fast forward a couple of weeks after that has been supposedly resolved, they shipped him off to Spain. Yeah, they want to put that to bed for a while. Yeah, and now another forward that they spent more than $80 million yeah, on. Yeah, one of their come, their star players Has currently. multiple allegations pending. So And has been asked not to come back from, from international duty until it's more comes out. So yeah, yeah. Pretty intense. It's not a good look. Hopefully United handles this better. Hopefully, I mean, I suppose if I'm being truly diplomatic in an ideal world, hopefully he's innocent. Yeah. And these are just like some girls digging, trying to get some money. Yeah. But you never know. And like in I mean, you never know in any situation until the, the facts come out. When one girl makes an allegation and then others immediately pop out of the woodwork. When they suddenly feel comfortable. How many times has out? that been a false flag? Not very often. Not very often. No. Yeah. When it's one. Yeah. Then, I mean, it's sad to say that, like, there's one you can have that you can say, wait till the evidence comes out. But when immediately everyone else starts piling on. Yeah. It's not looking good for him. Yes. I've always, I mean, obviously, like, I don't, I would never thought he would do something like this, but I'd never, I couldn't stand the guy from the start anyway. No, he looks From the moment he signed. Yeah. Yeah. He looked like a real asshole. Yeah, I know. I really want to pile on. I suppose it's tacky to do so right now. But we can insert a picture of him. It'll speak for itself. I mean. I'll say one. I'll say one thing for United though that might not be a bad thing is he wasn't doing any favors on the pitch anyway. Yeah, this might be a blessing. Might be a blessing guys. that somebody else gets to play in that position for a little while. Yes, way to bring it back to the football, Alex. Yeah. we need to move on. Premier League talk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the Premier League is a lot of drama, so I suppose that is accurate. <laughs> Premier League talk. Yeah, right. Let's move on to Newcastle hosting Brentford. Another one of the big coaches we talked about at the top under, under pressure, pressure, Eddie Howe. Newcastle at home. Brentford doing pretty, pretty good considering they've lost their talisman to a gambling Yeah, uh, they haven't seemed to miss Ivan Tony much. No, and Bueno is amazing. Yeah. That touch and turn and goal. Who did he make that turn against? It's so silky, dude. He Has he always been this good? I don't know. Maybe we just haven't seen him in the right position or in the mo- have been the star man. Right. Maybe he just needed his moment. Yeah, maybe. I mean, we'll see. Uh, they, I mean, Newcastle, I would think, is going to be extra motivated. Yeah, trying to you know they've been in a rough start. They had international break to kind of sort some things out. Do you get the feeling they're going to put an ass whooping on someone soon, like a five nil, six nil? I get the feeling they might. They've they got, might click it together. They've got that in them. They can roll when they get rolling goal wise. They can score goals. Callum yeah. Wilson can score. Isak's amazing. Mm, even Joel Linton from midfield. Joel Linton, yeah. Uh, Joel Murphy last year. Yeah, yeah. Is it Joe or Joel? Like Joe? Is it Joe Murphy? Ah, who knows. 
I think he has another brother too that looks exactly like him. Nobody but. knows. It's the long staffs all over <laughs> yeah. again. It is. It is. But yeah, no, they could. They can definitely pile goals on. <laughs> um, we'll see. We'll see what Eddie Howe did with his international break. Does he sort the team out? Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've got Everton hosting Arsenal. Alex, Alex, can Arteta break the Everton curse? You gave them. You kept them up last year. Yeah, you motherfuckers. Uh, the Arteta curse kept them up. He still hasn't beaten them yet. I was. He hasn't. I don't think so. I didn't realize that. Yeah, he's got a curse against Everton. He loves. Or at Everton. least at Goodison, I think. Okay. I think he puts it to bed. I think, I think we <laughs> smash think so? him. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, Everton are in terrible place. That's not just like, yeah, you know, that's obviously like it's fun to just say, yeah, we'll smash him. But we were tossing United some optimism about their new signings. Uh, is Beto enough to give you cause for concern this weekend? I don't know enough about him to honestly make a judgment on that at all. His and, appearance last uh, last round looked very similar to Hoyland's, I would say. Yeah. Where he, he threw was, himself about, looked a little... There was a presence and attack that they had obviously been lacking before. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah, we'll see. They, I think uh, Gabriel... Surprisingly, Gabriel seemed like he, he loves a physical battle, but I do think he can struggle in a physical battle. I think huh. he can get like like too caught up in it and get himself out of position. Interesting. Um, so that's one to look at. He might be able to throw Gabriel off his game. Hmm. Um, but he's still got to get by Saliba. But no, I don't. I don't know. Everton have been absolute shit. So it's gonna <laughs> be. I just want to score mostly because I just want to. I want to run the score up on Pickford. Yeah, I love watching like five or six goals go past Pickford and his whiny face after each one. When he transitions <laughs> from anger to defeat, it's the best. It's the best feeling ever. I live, for and that, I just want dude. that so bad. Inject that match. in my veins when he just looks like a sad child. <sighs> that man's face makes me so angry. I know. I just yeah, I just really hope that we can put this this little bad run with them behind us. I'm gonna watch highlights of us smashing them and him being sad about it later. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'll masturbate to tonight. <laughs> just a high, like a twenty-minute highlight reel of him just crying and getting scored on. I should, I should upload some to Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> That'd actually be a funny thing to do. Yeah, it would yeah. be pretty good. We but should have come a up with a real funny title channel on there. <laughs> and just put the stuff like that we come up with on there. Yeah, that's yeah, actually yeah. a great idea. Yeah, bratty ginger <laughs> gets <laughs> blasted by. <laughs> I don't There's know. some good ones out Dutch there too. Giant. Like the, the satisfy. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good title, actually. It's hilarious. <laughs> 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 uh, there's a couple good ones where he gets blasted by the ball in the face too. Like oh when he goes yeah. To make a save and yeah, hits yeah. Him square in the face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Braddy Ginger takes balls to the face. There you go. Just writes itself. It writes itself, dude. Oh man. <laughs> That seems like such a good place to end the pod, but I, know, I feel right. like we got more to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are games I missed. I think we hit the major headlines. Was there anything you want to talk about? There are games we missed, but um, no, just quickly, I'll say like Villa Crystal Palace is going to be good. That's going to be a great game. Um, both those teams seem to have a really solid foundation in the league right now. Oh yeah. So like they they just both seem like really like good. Those two teams are going to be from like. like 
6th to 10th. We're talking like long term. Long. Okay. Yeah, yeah. At just first, like very... I was thinking based on the evidence so far this season, and I was thinking how easily we walked Villa. I was like, yeah, no. But no, you're right. But big, I think they're big picture. They're but, so entrenched in that table. I, you can't see either of those teams going yeah. anywhere. They have a very solid foundation. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to see if, if like, Villa can bounce it back, you know, yeah. and get back against, like, a team that they should beat. Unai's so experienced. He's not going to panic. Yeah. And Roy is so experienced. This is a clash of two pretty classy old guys. Right. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's the only other one I really was looking at where I was like, that'll be interesting. Yeah. I mean, West Ham, let's hope West Ham can beat City. That'd be fantastic. That would be amazing. Come on, Moyes. Let's get a Jared Bowen special, dude. Oh, I got a funny thing. This oh, is yeah. um we overlooked this in the early headlines. John Terry randomly I saw this quote. He says that new Manchester United signing Mason Mount is Chelsea through and through. And that the fans should go easy on Mace when he comes back. <laughs> <laughs> this guy just signed for United, he's made like four appearances for them. And John Terry's like, Chelsea fans, just take it easy when he comes back. He's telling him he's Chelsea through and through and that he's going to be a great guy for the club. But he's also obviously backing him to completely fail at United. Right. And he's going to come back to Chelsea. Yeah. It's very funny. Funny quote. It's very right? funny thing to publicly just throw out there like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm sure Mason was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, come on, John. What the fuck, man? Bro. You dick. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's kind of out of nowhere, but a funny little clip I caught this week. That is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. the, oh, the other thing we missed that we haven't talked about we kind of hinted at this but uh germany japan uh, oh did we not come back to that Flick getting anzi flick getting sack getting the sack after another beating by japan yeah i meant to insert that in my notes as my favorite moment of the week yeah week uh, <laughs> yeah. japan smashing germany 4-1 we just watched the extended highlights yeah funny goals very funny goals uh yeah flick is gone i mean Nag- nagelsman favorite to replace him makes sense that seems like an obvious choice. Did you see Jurgen Klinsmann was immediately trying to sabotage his job wherever he is? What national team is he with right now? Oh, he's trying to get out so he can get the Germany job? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's he was amazing. like, everybody suck my dick. I didn't he even. Suck. He, suck. <laughs> yeah. he was doing one of those. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. hey, Germany, I'm free. Yeah. Um, probably I, would be Nagelsmann. Yeah, probably Nagelsmann. They should hire Arson. Tuchel's in a job. Kloppo's in a job. Yeah. Yeah, what other high-profile German managers are floating around out there? Thomas Frank. Oh, that'd be sad. Yeah. I, he's he's too young. He's not ready yet. Yeah. Well, I mean, they wouldn't want him yet. Yeah. he. I don't think he's been – they probably want somebody who's been done a little bit more than yeah. him. The German FA is pretty egotistical. They want a big name. Yeah, for sure. They want a big name. Um. Yeah, so Nagelsmann makes the most sense. I think so, He too. hasn't had his shot yet. Obviously, they want Jurgen, but he's not going to bail on Liverpool. Not now. He's in the middle of a rebuilding project. Right. He wants to see that through, I'm sure. Yeah, he fucking Um, But, yeah, Germany, not great. Not great times for German football right now. No, international football is in kind of an interesting place. South America looks strong, stronger than they have in recent times. Yeah. France looks weaker than they have in a long time. You know, a lot of the powerhouses, Germany and France, are kind of having a down period. Yeah. Is Spain's kind of having a bit of a revolution Spain right is now? Definitely in a rebuilding phase. Um, but their young kids are kind of coming back. Yeah. Like they might be the next tournament might be interesting to watch Spain. Gives, yeah. Oh, definitely. I was gonna say give Spain five years, but I think four will be enough. Yeah, I think it'll be. They'll be fun to watch anyway. Totally. They, they might not win it, but they'll be they'll be fun. 
Um, yeah, that's all I got right now. Cool. I think that's a pretty good wrap up for yeah. the international break. Let's uh, let's log off and play Starfield. Yeah, it's time for a Starfield session. Fly some spaceships. Yes. All right. Well, everybody, thank you for listening and or watching us on YouTube. I hope it looks a little better week by week. Yeah, we're working on it. Yeah, we're working on it. I'm gonna try and work on some more custom graphics this week, so hopefully it looks, I don't know, less like our faces and more like <laughs> better looking things on top. More of like them. cool things coming through to distract you from our faces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, peace, y'all. Later, later y'all.